0: what is good everybody welcome back to another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast man back at it again today part two thursday june 27th hope all you guys have had a very good week very productive week a hard working week hope all you guys are good man and whatever you're going through man just block out all the negativity Focus on the positive things in this world because we don't have that much time on this earth. So just enjoy the little things while you can, man. You are blessed. Count your blessings and never look back, man. With that being said, today I want to come at you guys again, like I said, for the second time and talk about two big-time transfers that have officially committed. One committed yesterday, the other committed today. And um, so I did a podcast on 10 of the most impactful transfers that I thought it were gonna be, like I said, impactful to their schools, wherever they go. And I did that, I believe, almost a month ago. And I only had one of these players on that list. The other I didn't have on that list, but I would've had him on the list. But at the time, he was still uh, deciding between the NBA draft and coming back to college. And so he did. Um, We'll talk about him in a minute, though. Let's talk about the first one. Kerry Blackshear Jr. If you haven't heard of him, He's a 6'10 forward from Virginia Tech. He spent the past 4 years at Virginia Tech. He actually played for 3. He redshirted his first year. He's from Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Excuse me, he went to Maynard Evans High School in the Orlando area. Um at the time when I talked about him being one of the more impactful transfers, um he was deciding between staying in the NBA or coming back to school. Ultimately, he decided to come back to school, not to Virginia Tech. Though he opted to transfer, be a grad transfer, so he's gonna be immediately eligible. He was looking between Kentucky, where he visited, Florida, where he visited, um, Texas A and M. He did not make a visit to. He looked at Arkansas, where he made a visit to, and did I say I think I said Tennessee already. He looked at all those schools, and ultimately, he decided to commit. To the University of Florida and Mike White. Now, his game is really good. Um, this past season, some accolades he had was he had NCAA All Region. I believe he came out the East Region where they ultimately ended up losing to Duke by I believe two points. And then he was two. He was the 2018-19 All ACC team. If you don't know, the ACC is one of the best conferences. Probably is the best conference for basketball, at least. Got Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, Louisville. It's got all the best schools in it. And he was a killer at Virginia Tech um, under coach Buzz Williams. Ultimately, he decided to transfer because they have a new coach. Like I said, Buzz Williams left to Texas A&M, which Blackshear was actually looking at um, as an option to go to school. But ultimately, like I said, he's going to go to Florida. Now, for let's speak about Florida. Florida, they went 20-16 and 16 last season. Didn't have the best season, but they just had a weird kind of season. They had a lot of uh, younger players. They had a, a lot of veteran players. And honestly, they just never could find the right mix. They never were really well balanced. But I think they're going to be a really good team next year, and here's why. They're going to lose some key seniors. I'll tell you that right now, and a couple transfers. They're going to lose Jalen Hudson to graduation. They're going to lose K- Kavon Allen to graduation. They're going to lose Kavarius Hayes to graduation. Then they lose DeAndre Ballard, who's going to be a transfer to South Alabama. Then they lose Keith Stone, who was also a very good player for them, to Miami, going to play for Jim Larinaga, And so they lose those guys. But they return a pretty good player in Noah Locke, who had a very good freshman season. They return Keontae Johnson, who had a very good freshman season. They They're going to get... Um, or no, they're going to return Andrew Nemhard, who was actually looking to stay in the NBA draft, but he decided to come back for his sophomore season. Then they're going to get Isaiah Stokes back, who's going to be a sophomore too, and they're going to have Dante Bassett, who's going to be a junior. And then you add freshman Trey Mann, who was a five-star McDonald's All-American, and Scotty Lewis, who was a five-star McDonald's All-American. So Florida is definitely shaping up to be a really good team next year. And with the addition of Kerry Blackshear, it's going to be a wrap, because if you know Florida... Coach Mike White, he plays a, a really a spaced out offense and all five of his players are always active, cutting, moving, and being a part of the, of the offense. Excuse me. All the players get touches. No matter who you are, if you're a big man, wing, or a guard, you're going to touch the ball. And Kerry Blackshear Jr. should thrive in this offense because not only is he just a versatile player, he can post you up. He can finish in the mid-range. He can shoot the mid-range. He can shoot the three and he can pass at 6'10". He's gonna be really good in this offense. Coach Mike White has no excuses, but to finish in the top tier of the SEC this next season, they should be at least top four or five. And I think they should—they might end up being three. They might be two, honestly. But I think the SEC is pretty good this year, and I think they should. Like I said, they should be three, four, or five somewhere in that range. Maybe even two. I think Kentucky's the best, but Florida—they definitely have a really good squad. And Kerry Blackshirt is just really talented. At Virginia Tech, at his three years. Or his four or technically his three years playing his four years actually at the school. He averaged eleven point two points per game. He averaged six rebounds. He averaged one point four assists. This past season, he averaged fourteen point nine points per game, almost fifteen points per game, seven point five rebounds per game, and two point four assists a game per game, excuse me. And he played on a really good Virginia Tech team. Like I said, they ended up losing in the Sweet 16 to Duke off a heartbreaking missed buzzer beater lob play. Um, but they had a really good season. They actually ended up beating Duke, not in the Sweet 16, but they beat Duke at home, which they you know have history of doing in the, in the past, but he's just an all-around good player. I think Florida should be happy they got him. Um, his recruitment was very weird, though. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Every other day, it seemed like a new school was the leader for his recruitment. Like I remember one day, Tennessee was the leader to get him, and Tennessee would have been a good fit too, but another day, Kentucky was the leader to get him, and then Florida was the leader to get him at a point, but ultimately he decided to stay close to home because, like I said, he's from the Orlando area. Even though Gainesville, which is where the University of Florida is at, it's not necessarily near Orlando, but it's the closest school out of the options that he had, so he decided to stay in his home state, and I think he's going to be a big addition to the Gators, and they for sure can make it to at least the Elite Eight this year, possibly, possibly, possibly. A Final Four. They have a really good team, and I'm definitely looking forward to watching them play and contend for an SEC championship. So that's Kerry Blackshear Jr., like I said, 6'10 forward, who has committed to play for the Florida Gators. Next, we have another top transfer who I, at first I did not know was going to transfer at the end of the season because see, I knew... I had a feeling he was going to be a one-and-done type player. I thought he was going to stay in the NBA draft, but he decided to come back to college and then transfer from where he was originally at, and he goes by the name of Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes is a 6'5'' combo guard. He is from the Woodlands, Texas, which is pretty much in the Dallas, Texas area. He went to College Park High School, um, and he attended Kansas for one season. He played for one season where he averaged 8.4 points per game, 2.5 rebounds per game, in 2.0 assists per game. Now, Quentin Grimes is an interesting player. He was also a five-star McDonald's All-American player. Um, I actually watched him play the first game of the season. They played my Michigan State Spartans in the Champions Classic um, in Indianapolis, and he honestly looked like one of the better players on the floor. Kansas actually beat my Spartans that night, and Quentin Grimes was a huge piece of that. I think he, I think he dropped almost 20 points that game. He Supposedly, he wants to play the point guard at his next destination, and we'll talk about that in a second, but um, to me, personally, I think he's best at a shooting guard. He's a really good and high-volume scorer. I think he can shoot from anywhere. His jumper is pretty, pretty. He has one motion, and it's in the air and into the net, and everything about him, he just has a really good game. He's a very good athletic driver and athletic finisher. He has a really good feel for the game. And he has committed to the University of Houston. Now, Houston is going to be a very good fit for him. Kelvin Sampson has really, really, really brought back the fun for Houston basketball. The Cougars are a really good squad, really good university now. And, you know, they weren't, They I won't say they've been down and out since the five slam pajama with Clyde Drexler and them boys, but. They are really, really good. Um, They do a lot of things that, you know, where they where they put their guards in a lot of situations to be good. They really run their offense through their guard play. Like, their guard play is elite. Their, their guards that they had this past year go by the name of Armani Brooks. Go look up his highlights. He was one of the best scorers in college basketball. Corey Davis Jr., probably top five shooters in the nation. And then Galen Robinson Jr., all top Players, all top scorers, they're all guards, and Kevin Sampson really lets them hoop. They are legit, legit. Um, this past season, Houston actually went 33 and 4 overall. That was their record overall record. They had losses to Kentucky in the Sweet 16, they lost to Cincinnati in, I believe, the AAC tournament championship game, they lost to UCF Central Florida in a regular season game, and then they lost to Temple in a regular season game. They only had four losses this year, only 4. And like I said, they finished 33 and 4. Um so yeah, man, Quentin Grimes, he was actually looking at between Houston and Texas A&M. So ultimately he was going to come back to his home state after playing at Kansas and Bill Self. Ultimately, he decides to go to Houston and supposedly he's going to apply for a transfer waiver. Um I doubt he'll get it, but if he does get it, it would definitely be a big and major move for the Cougars. But like I said, I doubt he'll get it. I think, you know, without him, regardless, next season, the Cougars are going to be a really good squad in the AAC. But by the time he does come back, which will be, I believe, the 2020-21 season, Houston is going to be really good. Like, they're going to have a very good team. If you don't know who DeJon Giroux is, he's one of the best players. He's one of the best kept Players in the nation. I don't know why he doesn't get as much love as he should, but he kind of reminds me of Jamal Crawford, but he plays with so much heart, toughness, and grit. Like, he's elite defensively. He gets steals, he blocks shots, he's athletic, he can score in the ISO situation, he can score off screens, his crossover is nice. He reminds me of Jamal Crawford. honestly with you. They're both skinny, shifty, can do what they want, can play with their defenders. He does whatever he wants. He's going to be a redshirt junior next year, so that means by the time Quentin Grimes will return and play basketball, he'd be a redshirt junior. That would be a tough backcourt. Then you add sophomore Nate Hinton. He's going to be a sophomore, like I said. By the time Quentin Grimes get back, he will be, Hinton would be a, a junior. Hinton is also a very good player. He just finished his freshman year. Didn't play a lot because of the senior guards that Houston had, but when he did get minutes, he was super effective. He had a lot of very good moments throughout the entire season, and his stock is only rising as he plays at Houston. Then you got Caleb Mills, who also didn't play that much either this past year as a freshman, Um, but he is super super tough. Like, Kevin Sampson always has good guards, and this is just another one added to the collection. Caleb Mills is superb, another good guard. He's only going to get better as he plays for Houston. He's elite. He's talented. He does whatever he wants on the floor. And, yeah, man, and then you have Fabian White, who's a I believe is a big man, um, only improving. And Houston just has a good squad. Quentin Grimes definitely chose the right place to play because Houston, like I said, They let their guards flourish. Like they run their offense through their guards. Like I said, for Florida and and Kerry Blackshear, Mike White, he runs his offense through all five of his players. For Houston and Kelvin Sampson, his guard play is the most crucial thing for him. He runs his play out of his guards, which is nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying that his bigs don't get touches, but the guards do a majority of the scoring, shall I say. Majority of scoring and facilitating, as good teams should. And the big man for Houston, they really get down and do the tough and dirty work, and you know, sometimes it just it's just it's just like that. But for Houston, like I said, they really let their guards do damage. I think this is honestly the perfect fit for Quentin Grimes to take that next jump in his game. I can't really tell you what went wrong at Kansas. At Kansas, or I, I guess I can. They had injuries to Yudoka Azabuki. Then they lost Silvio D'Souza, Souza who is now eligible for play. Then, you know, the team was just young and Devon Dotson being a point guard, a freshman point guard at that. You got your shooting guards, a freshman at that. Quentin Grimes, they're they're young and inexperienced. Then you have Legero Vic leave the team in the middle of the season. And then it's just like Kansas just had a lot going on. They never really got it right. I believe they ended up losing to, I want to say Auburn. No. Yeah, I think they lost to Auburn in the I believe in the round of thirty-two. I think I think they lost in the round of thirty-two to Auburn. If I'm if I'm correct, and so for Kansas the year it just wasn't a good year. Just everything that went wrong went wrong, and so you know him transferring. I think you know he left. Like I said, he tried to go to the NBA. He was at the combine. He did the workouts. He went through the motions. He got good feedback, but ultimately decided to come back to college. Transfer from KU. Now he's at Houston, and I'm honestly excited to see how this goes because Houston. Like I said, it's the perfect fit for Quentin Grimes. He's going to take his game to a whole nother level. I'm still not sleeping on him. I still think he is an NBA player, NBA prospect because of how good he is. We will see if Kelvin Sampson plays him at point guard. I would not be surprised because his handle is good. He can create for others. And like most good point guards, he can score for himself. So we're going to see how this goes. But I'm excited for it. Honestly, Quentin Grimes is a hell of a player. I think this is, like I said, it's the right fit for him. So we'll see. Like I said, he'll also apply for a transfer waiver. Um, I doubt he gets it. But if he does, I'm happy for him. I really am. Because only reason I say he, he I doubt he'll get it is because you have to have a good reason to get a transfer waiver. But with the NCAA, we never know. They're always on some weird stuff. Who knows? They might give it to him. Hopefully they do. But if not, we got to wait a year to see Quentin Grimes get back on the court for action. With that being said, man, this has been another episode of the Kevo Band's Hoops Podcast. Just talking to you guys about two big-time transfers in the college basketball world. As always, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all of those other good things. If you get a moment, go check out highlights of Cary Blackshear Jr. and Quentin Grimes. They are two elite players in the college basketball game, man. So with that being said, as always, hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed rest of your w- day and rest of your week, and have a great weekend. I will talk to you guys soon, man. As always, it has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. One love and peace.